everyone. It's time for us to talk about Love is Blind. And I'm re-recording this because I was recapping it while watching it. Fast forwarding. And that was a disaster. I was really, really distracted. And so <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go ahead, talk about this show off the rip without any notes, without watching a re-record. So basically we see just some standout moments. I'm not going to be going like, I'm not going to be doing a scene by scene recap review. We've are, you've already heard uh, the other reviews. You already know what's up. You already know what's good. I'm not doing that over here. I'm just giving my unfiltered two cents per usual. So I'm going to start off with one of the biggest standout moments in Love is Blind history. That is Miriam's date with Uche. So Miriam says she lives in the Middle East, but she lives in Houston, but she's going to move back to Houston, but she's already living in Houston and she's a scientist and she has skincare, but she doesn't want to say what it is, but it's some type of composition. And it's like, honey, like, what are we doing? My only excuse for Miriam is maybe she was intoxicated at the time. I think she was nervous, but you can't be speaking in circles like that because you just came across as undateable to Uche. And if you said that, that same, if you had that very same, um, those very same answers with everybody else, then you were undateable to everyone in the house. And what's funny when you think about it is I feel that I don't even feel like I saw Miriam after that scene. Like, did Netflix say this This bitch is, like, way too annoying or crazy? I don't know. Maybe we saw her, in, like, in the background once more, but I feel like that was, like, the beginning, pretty much the beginning and ending of Miriam's arc was just her living in the Middle East and Houston and having some mystery product that everybody is curious about. And because she didn't say what it was, people are saying it's sperm, whale sperm they're saying it's I think it's skin bleaching they're saying no it's body butter whatever it is I don't get her approach and that's fine moving right along I watched this season for Izzy he is eye candy he keeps his sexy he likes his clothes tight my eyes is wide open bulging out trying to see a dick print enjoying the thickness of the thighs enjoying this eye candy all up in my pupils but what I gotta say is from the jump I was like okay Izzy he is a hookup or he is a side piece or a sneaky link but relationship absolutely hell no there doesn't seem to be much substance with him upstairs and he's so afraid of somebody leaving him. I don't like anybody that paranoid, but I like that he likes the gym. I like that he likes to show us what he's working with. I was locked into this season because of Izzy's sexy ass. And I said that when I mentioned the promo for this season, they showed Izzy and Johnny. I said, mm-mm. I said, this guy is sexy. And so I am into Izzy, baby. Okay, so just had to say that. And I did rewatch it, as I said, um, a little bit. And I was getting hella distracted. So moving on to another standout of the series, we got Chris. Chris, 
I had a very long spiel um, in my first record and I'm re-recording. This is all I got to say about Chris in episode one. In episode one, he reveals that he was raped in Mexico and that's how he lost his virginity. I want everyone to who can to praise Chris for his courage, for having more courage than any man I could remember seeing on reality TV ever saying this. And for him to say this on such a popular series is so incredible. And I really appreciate his honesty. And I appreciate the fact that by him telling his story, he makes other victims feel less ashamed. And he also, or less shame, And he also is educating the public that, yes, yes, a man can be raped. We don't talk about this pretty much ever. And it's unfortunate. And it's because people don't understand it. As he said, they don't understand, like, how can somebody be hard? But I'm just sending Chris love and light. I want the best for him. He is such a gem. He is one of the sweetest men Seems to be one of the sweetest men I've ever seen on a reality show. I think he has a heart of gold and I just want nothing but success for him. I hope that this, I hope that Love is Blind really opens a lot of doors for him because I think he deserves it. And I can't wait to hear about him like getting married and having kids because I've seen some girls say that they want to date him and he's, he's incredible, like flawless, 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 flawless. So also something that goes down in episode one, we see Izzy dump Lydia. Lydia, I was like from the moment Lydia came on my my screen, I was drained. I was over her. I was tired. I was exhausted. And she needs to tone it down. I don't think anybody is that turned up all the time. So I think it might be she might be insecure about something. And so she uses like a very big, loud, bold in your face. Um, energetic and intense personality to hide her insecurities and it's draining because she's just not that entertaining she's not that funny she's not that interesting and that's a problem it's like if you're gonna be so bold and want to like suck up all the energy in every room with your presence and if you always want the spotlight on you then you need to like really be funny or really smart or you have to be very unique to basically act like your presence and your personality is so much better than everyone else's that everybody needs to take a back seat to you and she just isn't that interesting and I just feel that if she wasn't as intense as she was that she would you know be much more successful in her relationships, I imagine that she's drained pretty much everyone. I could be wrong, but based upon what she's seen, it was a hard no for me. And even when you see like Uche, like how could they work as a couple when Uche is very like subdued and she is like so, so, so loud? It's not, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for her to find someone who wants to deal with that every single day. And then we got the ending of the episode, which is when Aaliyah tells Uche that she cheated. I'm not into how 
Uche responded. I think Uche should have just said, I'm sorry, can't continue versus all of the shaming and guilting and harassing and interrogating and, you know, just judging her so harshly. And it was, I wasn't into it at all. And then everybody said it, but my idiot self didn't even think about it. Somewhere, there is a man who found out that Aaliyah cheated on him. And as somebody said, he didn't just find out that Aaliyah cheated on him. He found out that his sex game is trash, that his dick game is trash. But actually, he already knew that. She already complained. But somewhere, there is a man, an individual who found out that Aaliyah cheated on him and every single person who knows he dated Aaliyah for two and a half years has already blown up his phone and said, bruh, did you see what your, your ex said about you? <laughs> and I'm sorry, but like, I ouch, ouch. And I mean, <sighs> I don't know. I'm being a jerk right now because I'm just like, can you imagine you are just chilling or and or you are excited that your ex is going to be on Love is Blind <laughs> and your ex is like, sex game was trash. It was so trash. I had to go elsewhere for some dick. Like, <sighs> I'm sending love and light to Aaliyah's ex because he must be going through it to the point where he probably don't even want to fire up Netflix. So then we see, you know, Uche says you're a recent cheater, which they named the episode that, which I thought was cute. I enjoyed it. Episode ends with, you know, Aaliyah's like really, really sad about it. And Aaliyah, I think she's borderline perfection with the exception that she is too passive and I feel like she just kind of keeps her feelings inside and she's not she's not confrontational and so it's like when you're like that it's not good for her to be with somebody as dominant as Uche because I feel that somebody like Uche is gonna take advantage of the fact that she is passive and sweet and loving and honest and that's no I just think Uche needs someone who will kind of call him out more than I feel that Uche would do or sorry that Lydia would do so now I went back to the episodes because I don't really want to forget what was going on I got to talk about Johnny's dumbass because Johnny has said that she's a walking red flag she said that her mom thinks that she's not ready for marriage she said that she tends to date addicts and she didn't love her wasn't in love with her ex-husband and she wonders why <laughs> izzy don't want to be with her it's like izzy was pushed over the edge the moment that johnny said that she wasn't in love with her ex-husband let's discuss y'all let's discuss so I've met many men who cannot wrap their mind around the fact that some women will be with men that they are not in love with. Men are very stupid. Very, very incredibly stupid. 
why is it that you, that some men have, like, they cannot understand that there are many reasons why a woman would want to be with somebody she's not in love with. There's men who pay her bills. Hello, we see Raya and Trey from The Ultimatum. There's men who provide stability, who provide a place to stay, who are just a great partner. And so a lot of women look at who they should be with, like a math problem and an equation, and they're like, okay, well, I will be with him because he checks this, 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 and this, and that box. But the actual emotional connection and being in love with them, a lot of women are willing to sacrifice that for just stability and someone who loves them and someone that they feel safe with. It's very common. So, you know, Johnny basically said she was rebounding from her addict boyfriend with the married or marrying someone she wasn't in love with and then he passed away or whatever. And that was, that pushed Izzy over the edge. And I understand that because it's going to be someone's greatest fear, especially for men who like, as I said, they tend to just have difficulty understanding how many women date them and, or marry them when they're not in love with them. So you can't play into the fear that you're talking to someone and you might put a ring on it on someone's, you might put a ring on someone's finger who may marry you without being in love with you. And so in order to not even wonder about whether your fiance loves you or not, how about you don't even get to the fiance part and you just say, I'm out. And like Johnny she should be smarter than this. She should understand that you're not supposed to go on this show and only talk shit about yourself, essentially, with your matches. They're so, you're supposed to get them to fall in love with you. And you're supposed to basically paint a picture of what their lives would be like with you and why they should choose you. Johnny didn't do that. She wasn't funny. She wasn't entertaining. She was always trauma, heavy, dark, depressing, sad, and I don't understand why she thinks that would have been a good approach for this show. It's odd to me. And uh, granted, these these um, interactions are edited. It doesn't matter. She still said too many bad things within the period of time that I guess it's 10 days. She said, she said way too much. That was just not good. Hype yourself up. Be your own cheerleader. Gas yourself up when you're on Love is Blind. Don't do like Bliss did. My dad didn't like any of my boyfriends. They're not going to choose you when you do that. Don't do it. It's weird. So then we see that episode three, it begins with Taylor and JP meeting. Now, Taylor says, I'm proof that looks don't matter or whatever, honey. Like, you do have to have sex with your spouse. So looks actually do matter. Why are you lying to yourself? Why are you trying to convince yourself that JP is the one for you when you said you you don't like his gap, you wouldn't go for him? And that's fine. I don't find JP attractive either. Izzy dumb Johnny, she walks out. I forgot to weigh in on Johnny saying that Izzy doesn't have a good credit score. 
and all that I spoke about on TikTok. Um, basically, Johnny is one of my least favorite Love is Blind contestants in all of the seasons, to be honest. So I just think that her mom is right. She should, she's not really, shouldn't really get married. <laughs> or is it marriage material? I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but I just, I'm not into what she said. Go to TikTok if you want to hear more, but it's just, it's gross to me. It's gross to say for when people say certain things on TV, I think that they could censor themselves and filter what they're going to say a little bit more when it comes to saying something really cruel. And honestly, like I'm sure Izzy is doing just fine right now. He, somebody told me in a comment that Izzy is already selling cameos. So Izzy is going to get that credit score right up. He's going to make his bread and Johnny, like she doesn't, she's not going to have fans. She's the new Irina. She's the new Jackie. She's the new Jessica from season one. So good luck. And (laughs) back to the recap. I'm literally adding this in listening to my review, like I skipped that part that was just grimy. So let's get back to it. So then we see Aaliyah crying to um, Lydia about how much she's into Uche and how she's scared, you know, all of that. Then episode three ends with Uche. Uje telling Aaliyah that he used to smash Lydia. The way how I like fell out of my seat but didn't fall out of my seat literally over that, I just gotta say, like, shout out to Netflix. Like, it was dirty. It was so dirty what they did. But it was incredible. Absolutely incredible. And I I just feel like it was very intentional. I feel like Uche and Lydia were cast on this show, like, on purpose. So, there's that. Now, poor, oh my gosh, Aaliyah's face looks so sad. Oh, oof, oof. And then we see Lydia, like, trying to talk Uche into dating her again. And he's like, I don't want you, bitch. Like, basically... So this is what I got to say about Uche and Lydia. Producers told both of them, swore both of them to secrecy and said that they could not reveal their past until producers gave them the green light. That is very important to make for me to mention, right? Because that's huge. However, for Lydia to befriend Aaliyah and for Lydia to really establish that trust with Aaliyah, and basically try to ruin Aaliyah's relationship and make her feel weird and insecure. All of that is what you do when you are just on some fatal attraction shit, which is really gross. So then we see that Chris dumps Johnny. And then as soon as um, Aaliyah tells Lydia that she knows... Lydia then takes it upon herself to tell her as much as she can about who Uche is 
and his relationship with her, which was definitely serious because Lydia, you know, was talking about how she was around his friends and et cetera, et cetera. And Aaliyah kept asking her over and over saying that she didn't want to hear it. So then what I think of when I see this, people are really up in arms about that, justifiably so. When I see this, I'm just like, okay, what was Lydia saying that was on the cutting room floor? We don't know. Remember, these shows are always edited down severely. So how long was Lydia there trying to crush Aaliyah's soul with all of this information? That's what I want to know. Because whatever we saw Lydia saying to Aaliyah, I promise you, she said more. She said more. Look at how Aaliyah left, fled. You don't even know if Lydia went into extreme detail about sex with Uche. We don't know that because we saw whatever Netflix chose to show us. And you know that Lydia said a lot more to Aaliyah. And so Lydia basically took Aaliyah being okay, somewhat okay with Lydia's past with Uche to putting Aaliyah in a position where she felt that she needed to flood the premises because to just be associated with Uche or Lydia was too unhealthy for her. That's what Lydia did. And that was Lydia's goal. That was why she wouldn't shut up about her relationship with Uche. I think that Lydia wants to reconcile with Uche. And why do I think that? Because Lydia was making so many comments about Uche's money, his three-story house, his Tesla. Like, she likes that and she wants that. I think Lydia is successful. She wants someone successful as well. But she also is doesn't come across as stable to me, mentally stable, emotionally stable. So I could see why she would be like, okay, well, we were together. We could still be together. And Uche just, he doesn't like her. But as we could see, Lydia doesn't know how to read the room at all when it comes to how a man feels about her. So then we see that, you know, Lydia has a breakdown because Milton needs time to process things. Big shock, like Lydia's so selfish, she doesn't understand why he would need a break because that's Lydia for you. Then we see Izzy and, um, what's her name again? Stacy meet. I don't really care for them as a couple. And with Stacy, I love that she was smart, or sorry, quiet about her connections, but I don't know, I'm indifferent when it comes to Stacy. There's something about her that just kind of annoys me. I'm not really feeling her. Excuse me. So last but not least, we have Uche going to propose to Aaliyah. <laughs> the producers let Uche know that Aaliyah is, has left the experiment. And, you know, ne never in Netflix history has anyone left the show where we did not see them packing up their bags putting, zipping it up and rolling it down the hallway. It's never happened ever in Netflix history. But this is the first time we didn't see anyone talking to the other, their other castmates about why they gonna leave, why they wanna leave, how they gotta leave. And then we see them pack and we see them leave. Nope, 
Netflix wanted to make season five go viral. Netflix wanted to make this their top, their most watched season. As I've said with the ultimatum, Netflix is doing too much. It's like if you go on this show now and you walk out with a, a partner, you're lucky because Netflix is here trying to sabotage, trying to throw curveballs. I And at the expense of Aaliyah, a beautiful, gorgeous soul, it's sad. And Aaliyah left because guess what? Aaliyah is one of those non-confrontational people. She's one of those people who will smile in your face. She's not two-faced. She will smile in your face and then give herself some time to ruminate on what actually happened. And then she's like, I'm out. And it's like, I love that she has a backbone. I love that she picks and chooses her battles. She did not bring this to Uche. She did not tell Uche, I want to leave. I'm leaving. I don't know if she said anything to Lydia. All I know is she said, I'm out. I'm gone. That's it. And I love that for her. I respect it. I saw Aaliyah. She did an interview with E! News. And let me tell you something. Aaliyah was looking like such a badass bitch in that interview. I was like, damn, titties was out. Hair was cute. And she was explaining, like, basically, and I know she gave another interview to, like, People Magazine or Us Weekly, saying how she just didn't, like, she knew it was the right decision for her to leave. And I respect that so much because it's like, you go on this show, you go on Love is Blind to find a spouse, a spouse shouldn't have that much baggage. And that same potential spouse should not be the person who tried to nail you to the cross, tried to crucify you for something that they didn't like. Meanwhile, look at what they did. So shout out to Leah. I feel like this reunion is going to be amazing. Like I, I don't want no spoilers, y'all. I don't want no spoilers. Like I am dying to find out what is the status of these couples today. I already know about one couple that got married. I'm not going to spoil that for y'all. I'm just so locked in ready, baby. And that is all I'm going to say. Because <laughs> I have more to say than I might put on, you know, I'll probably address later. I definitely will address later, probably around the reunion or so about this series. But love y'all. And I will talk to y'all after... I watch the next episodes five, six, and seven, and I also will talk to to y'all after I watch The Golden Bachelor because I am watching the shit out of The Golden Bachelor. Talk to you later. Bye.